You are listening to In The Queue with Bruce Coombs, a podcast where we discuss how to help grow your accounting and legal practice with industry thought leaders. Today, Bruce Coombs, the founder and director at QuickFee, is meeting with Alastair Marshall, a keynote speaker and the director of professional services business development. In this episode, Alastair Marshall provides a few professional services business development tips to help you get paid what you're worth. You do a lot of work with professional services firms around helping them just, you know, you're not shifting them 100%, you're just shifting them some of the way down the road towards a better growth focus and a, maybe a targeted growth focus. If you had sort of three main tips that you'd like to work with firms on, what might they be? Well, I think if you asked the people I'd worked with over the years, what was the end benefit mm. of spending that time together? They'd nearly all say we had the ability to confidently put our prices up. Yep. Yeah. And that's the biggest contribution to profit you can make. Yep. And, but you can't do that unless you can uh, warrant or explain to people why you deserve the price you deserve. So people need to understand how markets are polarizing. So. If you take, to take your example earlier about um, luxury retail, which is an area mm. I know quite well because my wife's in luxury retail. So, you know, those people have no problem selling handbags and shoes at extortionate rates. Mm. Uh, there's a market for it and it's not gone backwards over the last 20 mm. months, let me mm. tell you. Um, at the other end of the scale, you might have, you know, people like Supre and Lowe's, there's a market for high volume, low entry price stuff. Here in Australia, Myers and David Jones are trying to be everything to everyone Mm. in that mid-market, mid-pricing, grey, woolly, nebulous place. Mm. It's a world of hurt. Do not go there. Avoid. Mm. Um, Cars is another good example. So globally, Ferrari and Porsche and these people can sell very high ticket items. There's a market for it. At the lower end, Tata of India can sell millions of low-entry vehicles. Here in Australia, Ford and Holden couldn't make cars and sell them to everyone at all these different prices. Too much complexity. Mm. Right? You've got to keep your business simple. So don't try and be everything to everyone. I meet far too many legal and accounting practices who tell me they're experts at 20 different things in 20 different industry sectors. And I go, well, that's quite impressive because there's only six of you. <laughs> so you must be very good at what you do. You know, so you have to be careful. This full service model is under challenge because global markets, if you take that down into just Australia, rather than using just one law firm for everything, I can go and find the best tax partner, he's in Perth. Mm. The best litigator, he's in Sydney. Mm. And it's very easy to go and find out who these people are now. So Mm. you've got to be good and telling your message. Look, I think that's a great observation. yeah, the, the concept of being a generalist, you know, it might be fine if you're in the suburbs, you're going to refer a lot of work to specialists, whatever. But, you know, you, you look at a, 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 you know, sometimes you see a real estate agent and it says, we specialise in industrial, commercial, residential and rural. Are there any other types of property? Right? Like, what does that even mean? Right? And, you know, I think a law firm that says there's six of us, we specialise in 20 things, obviously the same issue. And uh, I, I love your point around the confidence to put your prices up. If we accept the time is the one thing that is fixed. We have so many hours left on this planet. If we can get more per hour, we could work less hours for the same income or the same number of hours or for higher Or change the pricing income. model, Bruce. 
which Nothing is another way of doing it. So I think accounting firms are much more adept at doing They've fixed pricing better. for things. Yeah. Lawyers are still reluctant to take a lot of these disciplines on, and I'm going to suggest to you that 80% plus of billable work is still done on hours rather than other fixed fees. I think there's a move, we're moving away and people are getting it, but it's still a low uptake. And the opportunity is massive. And the importance of this pricing, to try and put this in perspective, most lawyers or accountants when they leave professional school are taught that if they want to earn $100,000 a year, they have to bill $300,000 a year. Mm. So there's this business model of a third, a third, yeah, a third. Yeah. So working on those margins, if you can put your price up by 10%, you can actually afford to lose a quarter of your turnover mm. and your cash profit is still the same. And yep. I still work with accountancy practices who don't get it, yep. or banks even. Mm. Right? So conversely, what people do in a tight market, particularly with accountants, say, on uh, trying to win audit work, they discount by 10% to win the work, which means you need 50% more revenue to put the same cash margin in your pocket, mm. which is utter madness. It's not sustainable, but it happens everywhere. Mm. So people really need to understand uh, where the money's being made. Yeah, it's a good point. It's like, uh, if I put my prices up 10%, I might lose 3% of my clients. That's the objective. It's a good outcome, right? And um, I mean, it's interesting what you say around fixed fees. It's certainly more common in the accounting profession than it is in, in, in legal. And certainly in terms of our business, where we fund those fees, it's much easier to put a fee funding agreement or a, a payment plan or a pricing uh, offer in front of a client when you know exactly what it's going to cost at the start. But there's, there's two very common... Pricing is part of the, you know, the, people used to talk about the four Ps in marketing, of which pricing is a huge one in terms of people's perceptions on what quality is. So I get lots of accountancy firms, let's say from five to 20 in the national ranking. Mm. And they say, well, we could deliver top four service, but we don't charge the prices. And I go, it's not a strong enough message because there's so many other people saying the same message. Mm. And then in very small firms, you know, two, three, under 10, maybe up to six partner firms, people just don't charge enough. Mm. And I go, well, you can't be very good. People's perception yeah. is, if I go to this guy and he charges X, he must be quite good, but you only charge that. Ooh, that, that can't be very good. So, you know, it, there was a, a beer in Europe called Stella Artois, and they had a thing called Reassuringly Expensive. <laughs> and I thought it was a great strap line. And there's another one, L'Oreal, because you're worth it. Mm. Right? There's, these things are important in perception. But look, absolutely. And I think if, I think if you saw a sign in, in Macquarie Street that said cut price heart surgery, you'd think, well, I probably won't go to that guy. It doesn't sound yeah. like the guy who knows what he's doing, right? Experts don't charge low fees. Absolutely right. Absolutely. So on that note, we might wrap it up. I really appreciate your expertise and sharing it with our, uh, our audience today. Um, professional services, business development, it's an important topic. Alastair, thanks for helping us today. Very welcome. Enjoyed it. Thanks for listening to In The Queue with Bruce Coombs and today's guest, Alastair Marshall. If you'd like to learn more, head to quickfeed.com.au or professionalservicesbd.com.au. If you like what you heard today, please follow us so you can get updates on new episodes coming up and share our podcast with colleagues, friends and other firms.